Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Spoilist. We are here with our fourth episode of Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, today, we are going to talk about... Oh, my God. I forgot his name already. Uh, Sidon. Sidon. We're going to talk about Sidon of the Zora? Sidon of the Zora. That's actually Zora. the quest name. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk more about our explorations. And that's pretty much it today. I think it's it's yeah. been so pretty it's formulaic like... for the past couple episodes. Yeah. Fourth of five, possibly six, probably, 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 probably five. five. I don't know. We'll f we're playing it by year. This is going yeah. to recap everything from the main story quest that includes yes. all four of the what are they called happenings? Four of the happenings in the different regions. So. Uh, phenomena, yeah. I believe the regional phenomena Phen is how they're qualified. Yeah, but it's also going to cover um, every single one of the tiers so far that we haven't covered. So yes. the entirety of the tears quest that Impa gives you early on in the game if you go to the uh, northwest. Yeah. And then, of course, everything that happens in our travels on the map at any point. And essentially everything that happens up to turning in whatever the quest, uh, the culmination of that four phenomena quest is. Um, yes. And then a bunch of like random shit. And then for the last episode, it'll be the ending Just of the game. Like every, everything from there everything until left, credits. Yeah. But yeah. there's also going to be some asterisks there of like, I'm sure there's going to be stuff that each of us experience that the other one hasn't. So maybe, you know, I, I feel like we'll get the fifth one out in a similar time frame, like within the next three or four days as we continue this. And then maybe like a month down the road or whenever we feel like we've stopped regularly playing Zelda, we just kind of do one last episode, like a bonus full recap, talk about the story as a whole, some of the story beats that we discovered after rolling credits on the game and things like that. Yep. We'll, we'll know more as we uh, progress as usual, but... How has your uh, experience been for the last quadrant of the game? I think I have leveled out on how much I like this game. Mm -hmm. I like it just as much as last episode. Probably not more, if that <laughs> makes sense. Uh, but I, I mean, I've been having a good time with it. I've dumped, oh, how many hours now? I'm, I'm going to check while I'm sitting here. I'm at more than uh, 80 hours now. I, I'm at 75 hours or more. Uh, That's a lot. So that, this game came out Two weeks ago? Two two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. I, I came out the 12th. Time, it's the 27th yeah. now. So it's been two weeks. A little more. Yeah, and it, it's been a good two weeks. I, I've not... It's kind of weird because this game, I feel like I've, I've spent a lot of time in it, sure. But it doesn't really feel like that much time has been spent in it. It's because and it, it also melts away, man. Like It does. It melts away, but it also feels like at the same time, I look at the map and I'm like, there's so much more to do. I yeah i don't it's know just, what else to do we haven't really talked about like general feelings of being inside and playing zelda in a while we talked about that a lot the first episode when we were kind of just scratching the surface and we didn't really talk about it on the second or third episodes and that's yeah. one of like the beautiful things about this game is like so much of it is you get in your head i want to go and do this thing and then on your way to that thing it's how far removed from doing that thing can you possibly get like what is going yeah. to pull you away from it and it is just absolutely magical how good it is at doing that and how much i enjoy being sidetracked in a video game which for you i don't think it's that unique you know you clear maps a yeah. lot you you do a I lot do, of completionist platinuming and things like that i am a big like i think about skyrim all the time like skyrim is what defines me as a gamer whereas like so many people be like oh i've got three thousand hours in skyrim i played skyrim i beat skyrim you want to know how many I'm hours those... i spent in skyrim probably like 20 13 Maybe. hours rolled oh fucking credits called it good i like it fine i'll play skyrim too 
I'm kidding. I know it's Elder Scrolls Five and Elder Scrolls Six. I know. It's funny to ah. call it Skyrim too. Yeah. So that's what sure. for me Zelda does that no other game does is that I am very invested in those side quests. I am very invested in being distracted and staying off of the beaten path. Even you know I finished I finished the section that we were talking about for, that we're talking about today, the day after we recorded the last one. Yeah. And since then I've still put in another twenty hours, just hopping around and fucking off and doing this that and the other thing. I caught a majestic horse. Did really? you catch an interesting horse in the south? Uh, the the skeleton one? No, I tried to catch a skeleton one, but you can't register it. Uh, I guess I have. I not found. Caught it I stumbled yet. upon a side quest. Spoiler start now. I stumbled upon a side quest. I've got two cool horses now. One of them was in the north by the snowy snowy stable. Like oh, the gold, like the, the gold horse, horse. the gold horse, Zelda's, Zelda's gold. horse. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I got that. And then another one. They were talking about this giant white beast, and I caught this fucking horse, bro. That is such a absolute Chad. I yeah, named it Giga Horse. It is so big. <laughs> it is so fucking cool. It is great to have. I um. So since we last recorded, I got the uh, the little amiibo cards. Mm. So I got Epona. Twice, yeah. Te- technically three times. The best and horse, re- technically, but also she can't do a bunch of important stuff. You can't put like um, carts on her and stuff. Yeah, she's she's too yeah. precious for that. I I registered her twice because I was trying to get pony points. I was like, well, if I've got a horse here, I might as well register Makes it sense. and get pony points. Uh, but I I didn't register her the third time. But I've not actually spent any time using the horse god to level up my horses any, just because I never use my. I forgot the horse god exists. Yeah, you have to just cook a certain meal, take it to them, and they'll level up your horses. And I've just not done it at all. I'm not huge on the horses, if I'm being quite honest. Like I use them when they are required for something, but for all intents and purposes, I'm usually finding my way around somewhere else. I'm big on just like flying up to the sky and then parachuting to different islands and then hopefully one of those islands has one of those like pre-built flying machines with a couple batteries stuck to it oh okay yeah usually usually i've found that if you take like one of the towers up to the most convenient sky island it'll usually be one of those like cross looking ones one Mm -hmm. of those exits will have some sort of flying machine that you can get to get to the next Mm -hmm. thing yeah have you gone around and done there was a guy in uh, Lookout Landing who was like, I can read this little spire thing. And then he goes to Kakariko Village and then you talk to him and there's like 13 little flower looking floating islands in the sky. Oh, Have you done any of those? No, I've seen those flower islands. I know what you're talking about, but I haven't yeah. done any of that. So Kakariko is actually my blind spot. I got there and they were talking about same. ring stuff and I haven't done really uh-huh. anything there. I haven't either. Uh, but I tried I to approach to and they were guy. like, hey! Yeah, I think you have to approach from the sky to get past them. Uh, but there was this guy, and he's like, I can read this. Go take pictures of the 13 others or 12 others oh. and bring it back here, and you and he'll uh, interpret it for you. So there's also, I stepped on one of those. It was like the flower thing, and I stepped in the middle of it, and the middle part collapsed and fell to the earth while I That's was on That's happened to me, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that does it with all of them, because I could have sworn I've stood on another one, and that didn't happen. Didn't happen, but. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did you go to the island Could- that has like a? It looks like almost not like a spire, but it's like um. I don't know what it reminds me of, but it has 
these little platforms up and around it like they'd spiral up and i went to the is top it, first and there's like a big oh, grate on the top like, uh, are you talking about it kind of has like almost like chimneys coming off the side correct yeah i tried to go to that and i missed it so i just kind of said screw it i'll come back i got there it was a whole fucking ordeal to get there because i was like i gotta get up this thing and it was so tough to like get to the top of it and i get to the top and there's like a grate that's not released and then i finally get to the top and i realize i'm like i there's no way to get in here i have to go all the way fucking down (laughs) you have to go all the way down and hit a switch and then make your way up and then get back down through the center It's (laughs) it's a whole situation uh have you um, well before before i say that i before we get too deep into this i just want to read the mission titles that we're going to be spoiling today for the main quest mm-hmm. just for those of you who want to avoid that um we're going to be talking about recovering the hero's sword uh and the deco tree stuff deco deku deku tree deco i've never heard i've heard deku and deku and i'm pretty sure it's deku I think it's Deku. I just, uh, I, I typed it wrong. Um, we're going to be talking about all of the Zora region stuff, including the sludge-covered statue, the broken slate, clues to the sky, Sidon of the Zora, and then, of course, all the dragon tears. And I also added, we're going to talk about the Hatano village and Luralin town stuff. Their sure. little side quests together. Yeah. I'm going to talk um, briefly about the big storm in the Farron sky as well. I think it's Farron sky, right? Mm-hmm. In the south. Um, uh, do it. Do it right now. So, do you want to? Yeah, I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but basically the teaser that I'll give, and I haven't gone all the way through. What I've been doing is I've been streaming my playthrough of the game, and especially all of like the story stuff, all of the dungeons, all of the temples, all that kind of thing. Everything that is like story important, I have saved for stream. And I kind of do like side stuff off stream. So it's like four in the morning, okay. I'm just messing around. I'm scanning Amiibo, I'm cooking food. I am, you know, solving some quest that uh, Pen gives me over by the, um, yeah. you know, stables, stables. and whatnot. That yeah. kind of thing. Um, and I stumbled upon something. I was like, I want to go to that sky. I went to that sky and I flew in. And I don't know if I'm actually even supposed to be in there yet or what the deal is. My my thought is, what I've discovered is, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be like an upcoming story beat that sends okay. you there in a mandatory way. Because I'm okay. pretty sure what I stumbled upon is going to be a required thing for the end. I'm not positive. And it also felt like something is going to happen story-wise that probably clears the sky in that area because yeah. I went in there and it is not traversable. Like it is oh, the really? fog is so dense and it is so hard to see anything and to make anything happen that I feel like what I discovered happened by chance. And it is a fluke. Like if I tried to instruct you to do what I did, it would be nearly impossible. Essentially I went in there. I couldn't see shit a fucking foot in front of me. I had the shrine sensor going off though. So I was like, okay, there's uh, one above me and I couldn't get to it. So I started falling. Then another one goes off. I go, okay, there's one around here and I get, kind of close to it and i'm trying to figure it out i'm standing on an island and i can't i can't really make it happen again i can't see two feet in front of me i'm just trying to make make it happen i jump off and then i go under the sky island that it's buzzing on and i ended up standing on like a crack in the tower which i gotta talk to you about the sky islands as well in a moment um i ended up being able to ascend from this little crack that i landed on up into the area where the shrine is and that shrine had a regular shrine inside that i solved the puzzle for or whatever and when you walk out there was another door and it was one of those doors that does the same thing that the temple of time door did in 
the starter area where oh, it started hearts? to drain my hearts to open it. And it was a significant okay. amount of hearts that it took. And I opened that and I found a pedestal. Did and it? that pedestal had a thing on it, uh, a MacGuffin, if you will. And it said, and it was almost like one of those situations where it was like, you know, the shrines in the sky where it'll have the green laser. It says, bring this thing here. Yeah. It was like that, but it wasn't a crystal. It was a different thing. So I brought that thing to there. And by the time I got there, I saved it because I looked at the quest I was on and it was a fucking main story quest. So I stopped doing what I was doing. Okay. And I saved it for stream. So I'm going to get into that next time. Yeah. Well, Tech, talk about that for sure next time. Yeah. Uh, I did realize one thing that you told me to do last episode and I forgot. Mm. Uh, the island. The, oh, what's it called? Down in the bottom oh. uh, southeast. Even tight island. I forgot island, to do I that. Yeah, I forgot to do that island. So. Uh, you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much. We can talk about it the next time. It's not like a big story beat or anything like that. It was a cool and clever island that I think is not as cool this time around. Oh, okay. I did something cool in the depths, dude. Okay. What did you do in the depths? I went... Shit, how did I end up there? Okay, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. I did a couple of cool things. The first thing is I went and I saw Koga in the bottom left where he gives... Okay, I've not done that yet either. I've okay, so I went down that. there and I finished that quest, which is uh, inconsequential. He ends up relocating to another area like we thought. Um, but then I also did the floating maze in the southwest as well. Okay. Have you done any of these mazes? So that was actually about to ask that is there's these mazes in like each quadrant of the map uh, that I've not touched. Well, I think there's three of them, mm. but I've not touched them. At, how, Maybe it wasn't what was that like? I'm not sure which one I was at. It was, uh, it was the, the in, one that Gerudo. I think it actually was the Southwest. I'm not positive. Um, okay. And no, it wasn't the one in Gerudo. It was the, it was one of the ones that's off the beaten path. Uh, do you have the map open? It's the one that's floating yeah. off in the south. Where is that? Is it the southwest? Yeah, it, it, it's near the Gerudo. It's like right on the edge of the Gerudo. Uh, yeah. Desert. Okay. Yeah, it's that one. Um, okay. but there's another Gerudo one that's landlocked as well. Yeah, they're right? right on top of each other. There's one that's on the land, and then there's one floating directly above it in the sky. So it appears on both of the maps, right on top of each other, with like the maybe exact it was same that layout. one then. Um. Either way, so here's what happened. I did that. I went to the one that was on the land, and I solved that, and it said I've now unlocked the door to the one in the sky, and I solved that in the sky. And then it okay. says I've now released the trap that was in the one in the land, re-go go through it again, and drop down to the bottom. You go to the basement, and there's a fucking third one in the depths that you have to solve as well. I f- solved the one in the depths, and that's the culmination there. I got a very cool treasure for beating it. Very cool. And like armor? It was armor, yep. Okay. I will elaborate no further. Uh, and it's yeah, not like fair. an amiibo armor or something like that, too. It seemed like it was a special thing. And it's very okay. high, uh, good good usage for it, you know? See, if I, like, then, I... The thing I'm most driven for in this game is armor. So knowing that it's armor, yeah, it's I like, get oh, it. I want to go get it. So I, I leave that area, and I can't figure out how to light up in the bottom. Because the, at the top, there's a shrine, right? In the middle area. And historically, when you see a shrine... On the top, there should be a light route on the bottom. I can't find this light route right anywhere. I'm, I'm looking around, and I see this platform in the distance that's all lit up, and it almost looks like one of the platforms that you normally see in the sky where the the big round ones, where the constructs are. Mm-hmm. I fly to it, and what the fuck spawns? If I tell you, you if I had you guess, you wouldn't, you wouldn't fucking believe it. 
the fucking boss from the Wind Temple spawns. Cold, 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 you know what I'm talking about? Whatever it's called. The big fucking worm. And you have to fight him again in the basement in the dark, like a harder version of it. I was blown the fuck away. I was like, what the fuck is happening? So I beat him and I also got a really dope thing. I got a, uh, I think it was like a Zonite charge or something like that. That's worth a hundred straight up. So I basically just got like a free battery piece. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. What's your battery at now? I just started working on my fourth battery. I have one one okay. flask of my fourth battery or whatever. I have two on my fourth battery. I spent a nice. lot of time grinding Zonite one night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went around the depths and I, I made my little scooter, my little air scooter. I love nice. that thing. And I just scooted around Central Hyrule in the depths, hit all of those light routes, and just ran around grabbing Pose and I ended uh, up Zonite. getting like a full battery's worth when I was doing... I was trying to figure out how to get to this light route, and it ended up being the bottom part of the fucking spiral area in the east. Okay. You know the spiral landmass? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right you... near Terrytown. Correct, yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't, about I haven't this gone place under... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have not gone under there. I went down there and I couldn't figure it out and then I realized I was in that and I just lit up the entire fucking spiral because you're kind of like, you know, usually in the depths it's big wide open areas so you can do a light yeah. route seed and kind of see in all directions. This one I'm fucking spamming light route seeds because every time you go around a fucking bend you lose the light. So mm-hmm. I did that and just because I could see so well there was so many like big pieces of zonite to farm like the, you know, the gigantic boulders where you have to like bomb arrow into them to really yeah. get a lot of... There was probably like six or seven of those around that bend, so I ended up really oh, wow. cleaning the fuck up. Probably <laughs> I want to go there now. Zonite. Yeah, I uh, I really I really like how the topography in the depths is like the opposite of the topography on the surface. So if you're going up a mountain on the yeah. surface, you're actually going down into in a the valley. Depths. Yeah, or if there's water, you can't if go through that area. It's just yeah, walled if off. There's water, it's just walled off. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Crazy. You you do end up sort of using the middle map to traverse the bottom map the sometimes bottom map. where like Absolutely. you can really learn a lot from that. It is very cool design. They they nailed that shit. I am yeah. so curious as to what it will be like and it's the most I've ever really wanted to like complete a side quest in a video game, I feel like, too, is, like, I really want to see what it's going to be like when that entire depth is lit up with Lightroot Seeds. Like, just to mm-hmm. have that whole area traversable and yeah. viewable with, like, a full depth perception of, like, where the fuck things are, it's cool. There's more going on down there it, than I thought. It starts to feel really small when you're hovering on your scooter and you see stuff lit up everywhere. Mm. It feels much smaller when you're hovering around. Yeah. Um... But it is, I mean, it's still massive. It's the size of Hyrule, practically. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it's very large. Yeah. Um, Fucking game is uh, gigantic. I mean, obviously the depths duplicate the size, and then yeah. it's tough to call it like three times as big as the original game. But I think it I is actually close say, to three times. Because obviously the Sky Islands aren't... Well, no, because twice as big would be just the depths. But you have to also take into consideration because the depths are literally one to one. That does indeed double well, the size. I'm just but saying, like, differences... if you fill the sky islands in to where the water would be in the depths, that'd probably be. be it would fill. I agree too. Even. But the thing that we're not taking into account, though, is the re-emphasized um, exploration for the caves. And the fucking caves in this game are crazy. Oh my God. That's like, true. It, That's it true. really like. I think the caves. If you had a map for the caves, like a map that was in between the depths and Hyrule, it would actually probably be bigger than the Sky Islands map, you know? Absolutely. Like, it's I, I probably say, like 2.5 my, at least. 
one of my great like disappointments of this game is just there's not that many sky islands. No, yeah, there's they are just... few and far between. But I do like the idea of like having the sky islands up there does make you want to take to the skies and build flying machines more. So I do like oh, that. I, absolutely, it sparks. And I, I think it plays. I love building flying machines in this game. Mm-hmm. I build. I'd stand around building flying machines more than anything. And I think um, that some of it is like a almost like a marketing tactic where. A question going into this is how much of this game takes place on the Sky Islands? How many are there? And I think people wanted the Sky Islands to be that, like, oh, it's twice the size. There's so much going on up there because they didn't think Hyrule would be as changed as it is. Um, but they make good on that via the depths, you know? The depths are obviously not in any of the marketing or anything like that. So, yeah. It's, I'd run, say it probably as far as content goes. Absolutely. I would say 15, maybe 15% of my time has been spent in the Sky. Yeah, the sky Ish. has, for me, has been something that I've gravitated towards just because it seems like the most completable thing. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Like, I've, I've done a good job of, like, every time I see an island, I go to it, I try to unlock, like, the dispenser there, I try to unlock the shrine there, get the fast yeah. travel there, and I've used that quite a bit as, like, as fast as it is to travel to a tower and then shoot up the tower and then fly somewhere, it's actually way quicker to just travel to a fucking sky island and jump and the fuck off, off of it. Yeah, yeah. Which I need, actually need to do that more. I kind of forget that I can do that a lot. Yeah, of no. Times. Your impulse is like go to towers because Ubisoft has trained us to do so. Absolutely. Which I, I will say, I wish there was more of a. I wish there was a better way to mark stuff off on this game. Um, mm. It's not very easy to mark stuff off as completed on this game. Yeah, there is some quality of life stuff that you see in like a nice Metroidvania or something along those lines that would be nice. Like. Resident Evil does a great job of like that room is complete or incomplete yes. type of thing. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think there's a good open world example that's done well for that too, where like having a nice tracker of like what is done and what is not done would be great. I think we've talked about it as well with the tears um, about how it's kind of difficult to d- realize which tears you've got and which ones you don't have. If you kind of got mm-hmm. discombobulated during it, you and I did the same thing. We're fucking internet gamers who grabbed a screen cap of it you know what i mean like took yeah. an actual physical picture or yeah we took um, screenshots screenshots and i marked it off so i had it loaded into obs on my fucking screen it would make a big green check mark over it but that kind of thing that kind of quality of life thing would be nice to have like it would be cool to see shrine percentage outside of like how many shrines you've completed in the loading screens yes uh, yeah. it would be nice to see yeah there's, i there's wish there was like, like it i wish it would break off like hebra you have done 15 of 35 shrines here and yeah yeah, yeah you have 60 of, of 75 korok seeds yep. yeah 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 that's I what that. i want uh and then to be able to zoom in even closer and find uh like a region of hebra uh yeah and just it, say you found x of x it probably here, goes but... back to that like nintendo philosophy of things of like that is just like that completionist thing is just not really a priority to nintendo it's yeah. the same reason that they don't have achievements, achievements. which i think is a miss yeah. at this point like they i think it are is 10 years late to the fucking party on achievements people want them they have spoken especially yeah. games like xenoblade chronicles 3 does a great job of having like its own internal achievement system because it's not there and that's the mm-hmm. game that i'm thinking of that has a great progression and quality mm-hmm. of life thing as far as like an open world game that's how to do it that game has a compendium and a bestiary and a fucking you know the whole the whole nine yards as far as if you were wondering how much of an area you have completed and what you need to do there that game fucking has it ready for you in space how have you done filling out your compendium 
in this game. I'm dog shit, dude. I forget that you can even take pictures in this game all the time. I, I, <laughs> I actually just went through and I was like knocking out some of my side adventures, actually, which I love the distinguishing uh, trait between side quests and side adventures. Side adventures just sounds like more fun. Um, yeah. But one of them was I had never got either of the two other travel medallions and I had never done the sensor plus thing and I went oh, and I was really? like, oh let me go turn those in and I got there and I'm talking 80 hours into the game like I just did this the other night I wow. got there and I got my two travel medallions for filling in the whole map and then I went to turn in the sensor thing and it's like you need to take pictures of five monsters I was like oh my god <laughs> I That's haven't taken funny. pictures of five monsters I only had four <laughs> you know what you mean and now that you mention that I have not used my travel medallion once I don't even know how to use it. I used it um, during that fucking one that I was talking about, the chimney island, where I was like, okay, I'm going to jump oh, down from here, but if it's, if it's not here, I need to be able to get back up here easily. I'm not doing that shit yeah. again. Yeah. How do you use it? Do you just go to your inventory and press it from there? Yeah. Yeah. From okay. items, you slap I it down like, and it's on your menu. Your I feel map. like it should be on your hot bar wheel or whatever, you know? Like, I it feel should like be there be... instead of the fucking map option, bro. That's true. Yeah, the map the map option there is worthless. All you have to do. I, is press I was seeing on Reddit something about like uh, the horse whistle instead of being down on the D pad or up uh, down on the D pad is horse whistle. I think right. Yes, it is. They said that map shouldn't be there. Map already has a dedicated button. You should put the horse whistle on the wheel where map is, and then down on the D pad should bring up a four quadrant wheel that has you select your fucking. Uh, powers from your sages would be a such such a better way of implementing activating those powers as opposed to yeah I totally that. agree what it didn't wouldn't work for would be like tooling in the sky but I actually don't think tooling's implementation in the sky is obtuse I think that actually yeah plays, no it's his I think is that's good in well. the sky that's when yeah, it's it's just done when it gets in your fucking way but yeah. if you were in combat and you wanted to activate one, I think pressing down on the D pad and selecting from a wheel that freezes time for a second would be a great and elegant way to solve it. Much easier, much easier for sure. Yeah. Uh, would you like to talk about Hatano Village? Have you finished the Hatano Village questline? Mm, I don't think I have. Uh, tell me, so I I still have one person left to find to give like a mushroom to. Yeah, the mushroom. And yeah, that's all. So, I've got. I'm kind of stuck there. I haven't really fucked with it. Yeah. So you show up to Hatano Village and. They're kind of having an argument. The mayor and then the, I don't know, mushroom chick. It's like Cece is the CC, mushroom yeah, girl, CC, and then right. like yeah. Reeve or something like that is the Reeves. I think maybe he's the mayor. So they, because you show up there arguing, she declares a mayoral election, and right. you have to help both of them out. You don't really get to pick which side you want to be on. You don't get to pick who becomes the mayor at the end they work out their problems and whatever but you get access to cc where if you use the hyrule hood like i do a lot she can put it up and down so i have my hyrule hood down so you can oh, see cool. link's face yeah so that's nice. pretty much can you get like a mushroom print anything i wanted this mushroom print stuff i have a mushroom print glider Nice. Okay, that's something. Can, I think so. I think you can get a I mushroom use, print. I use glider. the Lawn Lawn Ranch mushroom uh, glider, not mushroom. It's like a big blue milk carton looking thing. Yeah, yeah. The, I've got the little cow on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've not actually changed my glider skin. I I was using the Majora's Mask one for a little while, and I was using the Sheikah one um, it, for a while. And I that think was like I, blue and white. The uh, the Mirror of Twilight fabric looks really good. Ooh, it's like super very slick. Like, runic. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Those for are sure. really cool. That's a nice little touch. Yeah. The it absolute is, it is. I have Rico that them. fucking customizes it for you, bro. <laughs> oh my god. He's the worst looking character in the game. Face only a mother could love. Oh my! A mother couldn't even love that face, dude. You might be it was right. Disturbing. You might be it right. It was rough. Um, what about the Lurian village? Lur, Lurlin village. Lure. I think it's Lure, Lure Lynn. Like Lure, yeah. like the southern village, the island village from the first yeah. game. Yeah. Which was such a cool vibe that didn't have much to do. It was like the weakest of all the town settlements. I feel like it's still and probably kind of is. still is. Yeah. But it does have a little bit mini, like a little bit of a mini progression to it. I was wondering for so long. I was watching you do this quest on my behest, um, and it didn't click for you who that guy was. And no, there are three so people. There are three sons in the original one, outside of the ones that you bring to Terrytown. There's Hudson, and then two other sons. I forgot their names, but <laughs> one of them is chilling in Lookout Landing. So I had identified him. Hudson obviously has created the construction empire with Ronson up in the Northeast. And I had identified him. And then the guy that was standing by the shrine that gives you the quest for Lurlin Village is the dude who I was like all game. I was like, where is my fucking guy? He's the dude yeah. who sticks around Hatano Village and upgrades your house for you. So he yeah. has like, he was super eccentric and he would do this like weird little dance that he ends up doing again at the end of this quest line. And the yeah, whole game, funny. I was like, where is this fucker? And like, just seeing him standing outside, I was like, my guy, like, <laughs> I was so pumped to see him. He was like one of the NPCs that I was like, is he really not in this game? Speaking of little side thing, mm. is Cass in this game? Have you seen him? I've not seen him. There have been articles uh, saying, where is Cass? Oh, no. Where is Cass? Nobody knows where Cass is. DLC. So, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. I forget they did a lot of DLC for Breath of the Wild. So Yeah, kind of. A lot of likely... it isn't great, yeah. though, for me. I don't know. A lot of, like, yeah. challenge stuff. Yeah, um, not my thing, either. But this is a cool quest. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. I, I was expecting to like have to carry a lot more logs after that yeah, first load of 20. Yeah, me too. I was hoping that it was lengthier. I was actually only partially yeah. done it when I told you to do it. I thought it was going to be the equivalent, and I'm still kind of looking for that. I There's no Terrytown-type Terrytown. like, branching quest like this mm -hmm. in the in the like there was in the first game. And I thought that was this. I thought it was going to be you do the log thing for 15 logs, and the next time you have to go do a bundle of like 25 logs and then 40 logs. Like yep. I thought there was going to be a lot expecting. more happening there, and there didn't really seem yep. to be. Um, but it was cool collecting those logs in the first place. That's a unique thing to have to do. And then rebuilding the houses was kind of cool too. Knocking down those palm fronds and like grabbing yeah. the trunks and sticking them through the the thing sticking and selecting which one to make. But it, it was all very all, you know, fast. It was like a hour forty five for me. Yeah, like yeah, that probably version. probably right there. For yeah, me. very fast which, is relative in this game. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, there was there's like a family there. It's like, hey, thanks for fixing our town. You can come by here and get free food anytime. So, so I went back there to get free food, and I could not figure out how to get free food. I think I got distracted, as I normally nice, do with yeah. this game. I haven't messed around with but, any of the things that they have available to me. Like, there's some sort of treasure game. There's also, though, yeah. did you see, did you talk to him again, whatever, son? Carson, I think. Um, no, I did not. So he 
And this might be the thing. When you go and talk to him again, he's by the water. And he says, we're thinking about doing a new attraction for our town to, to bring tourists in. Uh-huh. And you accept the quest and it says, yeah, you know what we should build? A fucking boat racing track. We need the best racers in the world. And they sort of just direct you to the race quests that are happening up in uh, Terrytown. Yeah, in and they Terrytown. say once they're complete up there, come back here with them. So I'm pretty sure that might be the branching quest. Is Could It be. seems like... I, my thought is maybe Interesting. you do the races up in the northeast on the ground. And then the races in the south in the water. And then maybe is there a race series that happens in the sky after that or in something? Sky? Yeah, that could be cool. It would make but sense. The idea of yeah. making cool boats and stuff to race is pretty cool and not something that's really explored in the game as much as like land vehicles and air vehicles are. So I am excited to get to that. It is a side quest that's calling my name. So I'm trying to figure that out yeah. for next episode. For sure. Um, and then I guess what, what else do you have for experience? exploration i actually well i found the shrine My mind that everybody is a fucking on, blur yeah I, I feel that i've been having trouble uh really getting my head wrapped around what i wanted to say this episode just because it comes to a point where the exploration is still very good i'm still enjoying it but things aren't jumping out to me like they did at the start of the game when you uh, lose but, the like linearity of going through yeah. the four locations and you just start randomly selecting points on the map to kind of like explore or do stuff in it's like oh i don't have any markers that... near there yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's also um i've had the issue recently which is why i kind of pushed to record this game to this podcast today is i love side questing to an extent but i mm-hmm. have to kind of i have to pace myself do like three hours of side questing, one hour of main quest, three hours of side questing, one hour of main quest. And it got to the point where I'm like, I have been side questing for 20 hours. I need some main quests. So I ran it and now here we are. And it's like, I just need some like good stuff to munch on, which is good to talk about once we get to the tiers in a moment. Um, But it's just been, I'm ready to wrap this game up. I think. Sure. I think I'm ready. To Let's push talk about towards... things in this order. The last thing we'll talk about is the side on stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and then we'll, before that, let's talk about the tiers, which is, I think, the tiers. I, I agree. I agree. And then yep. let's talk about great Deku tree stuff, which uh-huh. leads into tiers, I think, pretty well. It does. And then uh, you were going to say something. You found a shrine that everyone is talking about or something? Yeah, everybody on Twitter was like uh, complaining about it. It was called, I'm trying to find the, the name of it right now. It was one about like grinding on rails. That was like one of like the, that was probably the shrine that I did. Okay. So I talked about this at the very first episode. Do you remember the first thing that I did in this game when I got to Hyrule is I shot out to the fucking Southeast. So I found this shrine. This is probably the outside of the sky Island four shrines. This is probably the seventh shrine, including those the third shrine that I found in Hyrule. And I fucking crushed it, bro. I made this little contraption. I I made this little contraption that had like, I, I was like ready to it would grind on the rails and then it had a guide for the prongs. next rail. Yeah, it's yeah. got prongs in the middle to catch the rails. Yeah. I don't know why people I had were no having such a hard time with that one. Yeah. I, I keep on sell- I-, I keep on saying though, like I'm Zelda brained. Did I talk about the Shrinathon last time? My over under yeah, four yeah, minutes? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you did. Dude, I am like I don't know. There's something about this game that does I mean, again, th- talk about things that we've talked about already, but I want to retread just barely is like this game is the king of making you feel either like an absolute simpleton or the best gamer that's ever fucking games, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, which and I more often than not, I'm feeling more like a fucking gamer, like the best gamer that's ever <laughs> gamed. Because the better that you get at the game, the more that you understand how these systems intertwine and how to use them together, the more natural sure. everything thinks. Like this game trains you to think in a way that is so satisfying to become like comprehensive in. You know what I mean? Or yeah, absolutely. It's it's a very it's a very unique thing and a very special thing. And I I wonder. It's what separates this. It's what separates this game from other open world games. It's the internal like gaming systems that they have implemented with Ascend, with Ultra Hand, and with Absolutely. Rewind, and like the way that those things all work together. And it feels like fucking lightning in a bottle, dude. Like you could do a lot of stuff in Breath of the Wild, but Tears of the Kingdom fucking blows it out of the water with the way that yeah, those things I mean, all work. These the skills are what makes this game good to me. I, I did not love breath of the wild i thought the abilities were boring in that game but this yeah. game is so much better just because simply because of the change of skills yeah for sure yeah um let's talk yeah, about else for exploration about the deku tree yeah so last week uh last week last time i had not <laughs> three finished days ago the deku tree yeah was, <laughs> was it really only three days ago i don't know <laughs> I have no idea. It feels like forever ago, but um, when you're talking about the Korok Forest and the Deku Tree that's like infected by blight or gloom, gloom and gloom. you dive down his throat, and then at the bottom you have five hands and a Shadow Ganon. I think it's Phantom Ganon. Phantom or Shadow Ganon, I can't remember. That attacks you, which, by the way, this is still the only time I've ever seen those hands and the only time I've ever been attacked by I see by hands all the time. Ganon. I saw hands on, like, a mountain the other day while it was cold out. People were shooting snowballs at me, seen, and there's fucking hands chasing me. I've never seen hands again. I don't Crazy. know what it is. Um, it's terrifying but, when they pop up. They put the fear of God in me still. I believe it, dude. They got some reach to them, too. If you, yeah. I, saw, I saw a video of a dude sprinting away from him, jumped off the ledge of a like a cliff, and the hand reached out over the ledge yeah, and grabbed dude. him midair. They're fucking it was, monsters. It was funny. It was a good clip. But anyways, you go down there, kill Phantom Ganon, and the tree's happy. The tree's like, oh. You, actually, I think at that, you, you get a memory. <laughs> which is the tier number or like the memory number yeah, one right? fucking talked about this last time but you talked to the deku tree and he says i, f I flew up <laughs> i flew up i think i'm gonna flow up <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh but anyways you get a memory <laughs> that is in the past it's link and zelda together in their uh breath of the wild clothes and zelda still has long hair and they go to the deku tree and the deku tree's like yo your sword, your master sword, is repaired. You can go ahead and take it. Also, See you later. It's a, it's a she. You refer oh, to is it as really? she. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think I that's the re no. I think that's the reveal yet. of that. Yeah. What really? When? Yeah. During Wait, that scene, the sword I think, is like, a she. Yeah. He refers to the sword as she. Oh, I thought you were talking about the tree is a she. No. I believe. Okay, well, yeah, I can smell see. At the, least, I don't. Know. I mean, like, of course, my car is a she too. You know, it's like the sword, sure. Anyways, she, the master sword, is repaired after the fight with Ganon, and or Ganondorf. No, Ganon. Ganon's Ganon. the pig version. Okay. Uh, and Calamity uh, Ganon. Yeah, and it was something like it was like, hey, it's even better. The sword will become even stronger if you get more sacred power within it, or whatever. So you can kind of charge oh. up the sword. So you take the sword, and that's technically the very first memory chronologically for this game. Yeah, it's the bridge between Breath of the Wild and this. 
Absolutely. Basically. So then Here's, after you see the memory, did you were you gonna say? Well you oh. go ahead and I'll interrupt it if it's the right okay, time. Okay, cool. After you see the memory, this the Deku tree is like, yo, where where's your sword? It's uh, you don't have your sword on you. Where's your master sword? Where is she? And Link is like, yo, this is what happened. It disappeared. Blah blah blah. You know how Link does, he kind of just shrugs and then you assume he told him everything. So the the tree is like, hey, I still sense the sword somewhere. I don't think it's disappeared. And then it pops up a marker on your map. It says, the sword's right here. And if you watch, the marker is moving. The marker on your map is moving. So your sword is in motion. So you go track down the marker. What, why, why are you squinting like that? Why are you, why are you questioning? This never me? happened for me. You didn't get the marker the sword. on your map? Oh, okay, okay. My so, series of events is crazy, and I... Gotcha, okay. I don't so know if I'm jealous or if you're going to be jealous of how it played out. You continue your uh, story. Okay, well, the Deku Tree's like, yo, this is where I feel like the sword's at. It gives you a marker that's moving, and you go track it down, and it's the giant dragon. So when he uh -oh. shows you the marker, when you track that quest, the marker will move around the map when mm -hmm. you look at your map from here on? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, so if you like pause it every like five minutes, you'll see the marker's not in the same place because the dragon has moved. Because the dragon is on a path. The dragon has a set path around the map like every seven days it loops or whatever. Got it. And I've also seen some of the dragons actually fly down into the depths, fly around so down So this there, I do they, know is that I don't know about that dragon because that dragon seems special. How many dragons dragon. are there? Is it four? There are four. There are four dragons, but I honestly couldn't tell you which ones I found and which ones I haven't. Okay, so I've found um, all four now, but uh, the three regular dragons that are not the one that has a sword in its head yeah. um, follow a set path that loops completely. They are always on the map. They are always accessible. It's just a question of yeah. are they in the depths right now going up and yeah. down through a crevice or a chasm? Chasm? Chasm. Or... <laughs> Are Every they in time. the fucking sky? Uh, yeah, I dude, imagine jumping down a hole and just flying by one of those dragons and not expecting okay, it. Okay, so that this happened be... to me. Oh, this is that's what happened crazy. to me is that I realized it. I was playing offline and I saved the thing so I could show chat when I went live again. I was like, this happened to me the other day. I went down this fucking hole. I look at the map and then I'm going down the hole and all of a sudden, fucking dragon's Whoa. head coming up through the thing. That's it awesome. was so intense, dude. It was a jump scare is what it was. That's cool. Um, so let me just, um, real quick, I had a thought. I was going to interrupt you earlier, but it wasn't the right mm -hmm. time. Still not the right time, but I don't want to forget it, and I don't Go have a better it. place to bring it up. You're good. Remember last time I was talking about the fucking tower? Uh, the, the Tower of Time? Yeah. And how it looks like inverted? Uh-huh. Remember I said it looks like this? Uh-huh. I realized that all of the Sky Islands seem to be fucking inverted, too. It's some real Kingdom Hearts shit. But all of them have like a very spiky bottom where it looks like the top of a tower. It's kind of got that uh, Bespin Cloud City vibe. On yeah, the way yeah, that they're yeah, built yeah. And they come down to a point. Yeah, I know right. what you're talking about. So I don't know if I there's something to that. Like between that and then the Tower of Time looking like it's upside down, I wonder if I, there is some sort of weird Hyrule shit going on. So after you said that, I don't think they're inverted. I think that's just kind of how they're supposed to be. Because even in the memories, when the Tower of Time was on the ground, the Tower of Time was still like that. Got it. Um, but I have seen that once you get 
all of the shrines completed, you can go to the Tower of Time and something special happens there. Oh, or cool. the Temple of Time. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't think they're... I think that's just a, a artistic choice for the game. Sure. But, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, so you take the sword out of the head of the dragon... Um, which this is a stamina test. It's not a heart test. This I've time. never felt so fucking vindicated in my life, dude, for being yeah. greedy and taking stamina. I didn't take a single stamina wheel until I had like an extra 13 hearts. And I said, all right, I'm going to start doing some for me and taking some stamina. And I did it yeah. and I started getting addicted to stamina and I gave myself the full second wheel. And thank uh, God same. I did, dude. Yep. Thank God. It takes, it takes the full two wheels because mm-hmm. I was pulling it and I was about to send you a message. I was like, Dang, do I need another? Do I need more stamina? But then I was thinking, I was like, last time we talked, you already had the sword and you only had two wheels, so I, I expected to be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was right there at the edge. But it's a stamina test. You pull it out, and you get a cut scene. Do you get a cut scene then? I so a lot of things happened to me in a very short period of time, and I'm trying to remember the order of operations and i'm not positive i think you do get at least you do get kind of like when you pull the sword from the head it does stop that thing that animation and kind of brings you to a situation where it's like cut sceney and it shows you actually removing the sword and shit like that yeah but i don't think it's like the big reveal if you will yeah i think i think what happened was it, it was a memory i'm looking at my memories now to try to remember how it all played out it was the last memory, memory 18, called Zelda's Wish. Are you sure that's not and the thing that you get from the center of the... No, because that's Dragon Tier number 12, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. So it. it's, it's called Zelda's Wish. Uh, the description is Zelda clutches the decayed master sword close to her chest and calls to Link, hoping that the sword, which she's suffusing with new power, can find a way to him somehow. Then the dragon flies cries drops a tear dragon tear and there's a new dragon tear on the map no 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 sorry that is when you collect all 11 dragon tears then the dragon flies cries and drops a dragon tear on the map Mm -hmm. so before we get to the final dragon tear which is the most important one do you want to do a quick path quick trip down all 11 other dragon tears just a quick Yes, Quick, but let uh, me just tell you refresher. about how my shit played oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell me, tell me. So I collected all of the tiers and then started questing towards... I had not done the Deku thing yet. And I started questing towards that 12th dragon tier that's at the spiral. Yeah. As I'm going from my nearest waypoint to that spiral, because I didn't do the shrine at the spiral yet, I, I think I went from, like, the Terrytown thing, and I kind of, like, okay. flew over there. I saw, just by fucking chance, dude, I'm pretty sure by chance, it could have been scripted, but that dragon appear, and I was able to get so fucking close to it that I just happened to notice that this thing had a sword sticking out of its fucking head, and I go, yo, it's the fucking master sword, (laughs) like, I and chat were both losing our minds, I think it's like, part number like 11 on my stream, but the moment where I see the fucking master sword and land on it and start pulling it, is my thumbnail thing, and it's me with my fucking hands on my head. Oh my god, bro! What is happening? And then having that reveal, and then seeing the dragon fucking cry, and then having the, you know, I was already on my way to that to see the dragon cry, see that very dragon pull the sword, and then jump down to get the final tier was just like, 
a one, two, three fucking combo of like, this is the greatest game I've ever played in my life. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now? So I think I think since the dragon dropped the tier there, it was yeah. just flying by because it just came from there. So then that's how you ran into it. That makes um, sense. Yeah. yeah, because that dragon, the light dragon, flies on a route by all the tiers. It goes around through all of the tiers. Crying, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So... Holy um, shit, dude! All right, yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's crush through these tiers and then talk about how good this game is. Yeah. So I'll I'm gonna read the title of the tier and then I'll read the description of the tier just to kind of keep get things most descriptive as possible. Uh, tier number one. Where am I? After disappearing into the depths under the castle, Zelda wakes up and meets two strangers who introduce themselves as King Raru and Queen Sonia. She's left startled by a suspicion that she's heard those names before. Tier number two, an unfamiliar world. Looking out across the world she's found herself in, Zelda realizes she's traveled to the ancient past and questions how she can get back to her own time. Sonya offers some helpful thoughts, but it's Raru who realizes his older sister, Mineru, might know a way Zelda can travel forward in time. Tier number three, Mineru's Council. After examining the Purapad, Mineru accepts that Zelda is from a different time and explains the only way she might get to the future is by using dragif- draconification. It's a forbidden act, however, because Zelda would need to sacrifice herself, her sense of self. Raru tells the disappointed Zelda to speak with Sonya and learn more about her power over time itself. So this Real is quick. when we learn... Mm. Do you have What's all up? the memories? Because I'm still missing a couple. I'm missing three. I'm missing okay. 11, I'm missing 14, and 16. Okay, yeah, I think so. I think me too. I think those are going to be story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this the tier number three is kind of where we learn that if you eat a power stone or whatever, you become a dragon. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was like, I, geez, I don't want Zelda to become a dragon. Which just was I wasn't thinking about ago. that at all. Which is it's so easily telegraphed if you think about it. But it's I just so, like I was I, like, all right, all right, all right. I, that's why I was not surprised by it because I I saw this and I was like, she's gonna become a dragon. That's just gonna that's just gonna be what happens. She's gonna become a dragon. So, anyways, tier number four, the Gerudo. Uh, I'm sorry, the Gerudo assault. The Gerudo t- chief Ganondorf. In his push to conquer Hyrule, uses a swarm of Moldoga to this assassinate. This was cool. The they have the fucking flutesmen. Yeah, it was cool. When Raru uses his powers to unleash an attack that destroys the swarm, Ganondorf notices the Zonai secret stone on Raru's right hand. The sight of it draws a sinister smile from Ganondorf. Tier number five, a show of fealty. Invited before the court of Hyrule, Ganondorf kneels before King Raru and pledges his fealty while concealing a smile that says otherwise. Still, Zelda is uneasy and tells Raru that she's certain the chief has treacherous treachery on his mind. Raru assures her that it's been, he's fully aware of it. Which at this point, if Zelda doesn't understand that Ganon and Ganondorf are the same, one and the same, she's got to be stupid, right? Like, she has to know. Yeah, I wonder. Because she knows Calamity that Ganon. Connection is, uh, that connection is still unclear for us. Yeah. Hmm. I, and I'm sure it'll be revealed at the end because there's got to be a connection between Ganon and Ganondorf, I would assume. Like, he is the be. calamity that was waiting there, and then... Yeah, it's got to be. I, I don't know. Uh, tier number six, Zelda and Sonya. When Zelda speaks with Sonya to learn how to use her own time powers, she's surprised by the queen's techniques. Sonya then speaks with Zelda about everything she must be struggling with, and the princess then mentions Link. 
Raru has never heard of him before, and as Zelda explains who he is, her faith in her friend and hero shines. Yeah, I liked that one. We talked about that last episode, but yeah, I think that was a cool memory. Zelda really talks up Link a lot. Yeah, hype a whole man. lot. Yeah. Tier number seven. Sonya is caught by treachery. Sonya meets with Zelda in private, and when the princess is revealed to be a creature under Ganondorf's command, Sonya and the real Zelda address the threat with confidence. The false Zelda laughs eerily and vanishes in the midst of gloom. In that moment, Ganondorf steps up behind Sonya and catches the queen by surprise. She falls victim to the scheme. So she was stabbed in the back by... I like that, dude. They, they they give you the fucking the double the double false like hope there, where like yeah, you know they're being two timed, and then you're like, no, 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 we saw through that, and then it doesn't matter that we saw through that because also I'm being fucking murdered. Which while I was watching this uh, this one, I was like, I'm pretty sure the very I already have a tear from this exact same scene, just later on when Sonya's already dead. So I wasn't really surprised that Sonya died there. But what that did tell me is. All the fake Zeldas we've been seeing across Hyrule right, are have been Ganondorf's. apparitions of yeah, yeah. So, which I mean was obvious, like it was some kind of fucking magic yeah, treachery. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was always like, what's going on here? But tier number eight, birth of the Demon King. With the secret stone he took from so Sonya, Ganondorf turns into the Demon King. The gloom that issues from his body creates countless monsters that howl across the world. Raru goes to Sonya's side to help his fallen queen. Though furious at Ganondorf, he knows that the Demon King is too powerful to confront at that moment. He retreats with Zelda. I that love that the scene. Best scene. Yeah, it's like action-packed, and it's also used gratuitously in um... marketing. Yeah, uh, gratuitous yeah. is not the right word there. I don't think. But, I um... I think uh, I think that's the one where Ganon starts to smile, and his face really like shifts yeah, unnaturally joker brained bro it um, made me uncomfortable watching that one it's also like a brief like retcon or like a big fill in of like a blank of like it seems like it's the birth of the bacoblins and the moblins and the yeah. fucking lizalfos like all of the enemies in the world like it, it's a cool thing to think of like before this there was no war it was all just like peace and prosperity and hyrule mm. and then like the hyrule that we've always known from breath of the wild even when it was like calamity ganon was actually from thousands of years ago when ganondorf this very know, moment yeah yeah took control of something so powerful and corrupted it pretty cool shit absolutely yeah tier number nine the sages vow backed into a corner by the attack in all parts of hyrule Leaders facing the Demon King's forces gather at Raru's call. He gives each a Zonai secret stone, making them sages with powers amplified by the stones. All of the sages raise their voices one, pledging to fight with King Raru to the end. So this is when the sages first receive their secret stones. Just we, They did not have them when the attack happened. Yeah. Uh, so he built this council after Sonya died. And the council is built by Zelda... The Rito, the Zora, the Goron, and the Gerudo, and then King Raru's sister, um, I can never remember her name. Minaru or some shit. Minaru. Minaru. Yeah. 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 Um can I take a brief aside and just talk about like one of my maybe maybe smaller disappointments in this game? It yeah. has to do with cool. the with the ancient sages. And yeah. 
I think it's like the only thing where I find it to be like a notably notable downgrade. And I get that more of like the story is happening in this game, like in real time, although some of it is told via flashbacks, you are seeing it from like Zelda's perspective in real time. You know what I mean? Like for her, that's happening now, even though for Link, it's thousands of years ago. And then Link is actually moving and shaking in the real world timeline more than he was in Breath of the Wild as well, whereas, like, Breath of the Wild, like, the gripe was, like, you are seeing the entire story play out a hundred years ago as opposed to it playing out now, where the only thing that actually happens in this game is, like, in that game, it's, like, you're solving the fucking mecha dinosaurs and then defeating Calamity Ganon. But the one thing that I think Breath of the Wild shines in is that they found a way to have those heroes from the past be way more impactful where when you think of these like other people that are inspiring Yonobo and Sidon and Tulin and Riju yeah they are nameless literally nameless faceless individuals faceless right and not to mention they don't have like their own little like side story either the thing that I think Breath of the Wild does well is that I remember the names of all of those ancient heroes because they were Link's friends. It was like Link, Impa, Zelda were like the homies that were working for King Rome in Hyrule. And then it was, you know, fucking Rivali of the Rito. It was Mifa of the Zora. It was Daruk, I think. Was that his name? Daruk's protection. Yeah, definitely. It was Daruk. And then, shit, I don't remember the Gerudo woman's name, but she's also rad but either way these were like individuals with personality they interacted with link i remember like daruk would be like hey little guy like they all had distinct voices and personalities they were named i mean these motherfuckers had amiibo you know what i mean like yeah (laughs) they were actual actual people so i feel like it's a big downgrade not to have that there and then that goes to say i i think they do it's just with the modern day people well, yeah, but those modern day people were part of the story in Breath of the Wild as well. You know, Barely. Sidon was a, Sidon was a big part of Breath of the Wild. Uh, Teba kind of. I, I think I think they just wanted to like make it a more pers- personal yeah, story. Possibly. I, I don't know. It I don't feels know. like there's room for it, and here's why I think there's room for it is because I think the weakest part of the story of this game is the nature of discovering your first stage versus second, third, and fourth. And it's diminishing returns, essentially, because those stories are not individualized whatsoever. There could have very easily been a little bit more padding to the story there. Like any other game would usually have some sort of like individual story arc for those Mm. characters to have them differentiate a little bit, because I understand why the end story that they need to tell needs to be the same because of the nonlinearity of the story, the nature of being able to go to any of these four sages in any order and getting that same experience, no matter which way you experience them. I get that, but you could still make them more individualized by having more personality for those characters and their own little side story, their own conflict that was happening in their area that I think would make it more impactful. Instead, I don't know about you, I found myself on, especially by the time I got to Sage 3 or 4, for that 4 or 5 minute long cutscene of them being like, oh, you're my ancient ancestor that stood with King (laughs) Raru? I was like, yeah, dude, we fucking get it, you know? Yeah, it's like the exact same like dialogue every time too. Like yeah. almost it's yeah. like very, it's like they they copied and pasted the dialogue but just like 
put like fill in blank name here for sure um, yeah i think it could have been a, i think it could have been a lot better i don't think it would be hard i'm i'm not a fucking storyteller or anything like that but i don't think it would have been hard to make that double the length and still use five minutes of recycled stuff but then pepper in five minutes of like region yeah. and character specific story beats i could have i always will take more story you know like same. i'm always down for that so same and people I, for like a zelda game they fucking thirst for that shit bro yeah, I mean the best parts of this game for me is whenever I get to watch a cutscene. Like these, mm-hmm. his, these like uh, memories. These are great. The tears, love them. So Absolutely good. love them. So good. Um, but on to you tier ten. Princess. I should play Twilight Princess. I hear it's really good. Yeah, it does. Right up your alley. It's like the like the most weirdo one that I've seen too. Yeah, I think it's like um, the Zelda game that would be best for you as well. Like just you know knowing what kind of games you like and the tone of the games that you like. It's yeah, weird. It's like dark. It's fun. It's yeah. big complicated <laughs> um yeah so we have tier 10 a king's duty on the eve of battle zelda tells raru that in her future she's seen the demon king a al- is alive and that it may mean he won't defeat him the next day raru says that he will still do what he must even at the cost of his life if they fail their last line of defense will be the knight in the future who wields the sword that seals the darkness that swordsman link i love that and she also leaves out the fact that she he does like kick his ass in some way breaks his motherfucking arm off in his chest like i don't know what that yeah. part is all about but <laughs> yeah it's not yeah. it's not just you just getting murdered bro you're about to fucking put this guy under for a thousand years in a goddamn you, dank hole you sacrifice <laughs> yourself just to kind of like freeze him for a little bit absolutely yeah yeah that uh, was sick he's cool he's cool it's kind of weird though his legs are like his bottom third so his like torso is like twice as long as his legs yeah, so he kind of yeah, looks yeah. like he's like a little skimpy leg dude running through there yeah he's a, he's uh, a weird looking motherfucker so yeah. feeling it though bagged himself um, a Hyrulean girl yeah if you're curious uh about like the um zonai like rule and lore just look up uh rule 34 raru don't look up to, that <laughs> and you'll be able to <laughs> You'll be able to learn more about their 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 (laughs) lore and whatnot. Um, uh, Anyways, (laughs) tier number (laughs) eleven. It's called a master sword in time. As Zelda worries about the Demon King breaking free in the future, a decayed Master Sword appears before her, delivering the news to Zelda that Link is safe in her time. This helps Zelda realize the reason behind her traveling to the ancient day of Hyrule. She finally knows what she must do. Uh, and then I imagine between tier number 11 and tier number 12, this is when Zelda goes around to all of the people and is like, Hey, yo, your job is to support Link in the future. So mm-hmm. make sure you do that. We're going to need um, to pass this on to your ancestor, bro. Yeah. So then tier number 12, Tears of the Dragon. After leaving the Purapad in Manu- blah, 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 blah. After leaving the Purapad in Mineru's care, Zelda swallows the secret stone, holding a hope for Link's future in her heart. As bright light washes over her, Zelda transform into the light dragon. Soaring as she ascends into the sky, tears fall from her eyes and rain from the heavens as the light dragon vanishes into an expanse of clouds. So Zelda Bro, I think that shit's so good. Herself. Did, you, this, did this hit for you? I kind of, but I, it's like, it's good, it hits, but at the same time I'm like, You it. saw it coming a little want, quicker than want, me. I don't want her to be a dragon. I want I want to be at home with Zelda, my girl, you know? Like I get that. But I, so for me the way that it all played out, grabbing that sword and then immediately getting this 
cutscene. I started to put things together like 30 seconds before everything happened in like the scene. Okay. So we were watching it on stream and like chat was fucking popping off and going bonkers for it as well. And yeah. I'm like, yo, Zelda's the dragon. And I was like, <laughs> there's Zelda's tears. Like, I'm like, yeah. the tears of the kingdom are hers. Tears like, it's kingdom. so fucking sick. It's so good to me. Like, it's probably it's some good. of the better storytelling really and like good. the cooler, the cooler hook. One of the better names for a Zelda game. Like, I really, really yeah. am like red fucking hot on this. Like, I, I was flabbergasted and it was super fun to watch play out. And it's super sad that she is fucking like for thousands of years, fucking miserable and literally crying these memories out, uh, yeah. trying to like be there for link. But I think that's going to be like, you know, the story is my guess is that like, we're going to end up rescuing Zelda from that form in some way, breaking whatever curse to, that is. But it's uh, it's still going to be a somber fucking for thousands of years. She had to just roam Jeez. Literally miserable. been living for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah, which up. I think it'd be really funny if like, or really cool if they went back to Breath of the Wild, patched in this light dragon, like fucking like Zelda's sword in life. Her head. Zelda's life, bro, is like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years of being fucking miserable, trying to like do her duty as the sworn protector and work on this power. Finally, gets the power spends a hundred years holding fucking Ganon at bay and then gets like two years two to to six years with Link kind of holding it down actually probably making whoopee and housekeeping and shit because they got the house (laughs) in Hatano Village and all that shit but uh then follow follow that good time up. She finally had her hundred year fucking respite. Gets back, gets a little glimpse of what real life can be, and then is fucking banished to a thousand years ago to spend another thousand years just cruising around being miserable. Yeah, tough it's times rough. for Zelda. Give me the it's legend. Really I've rough. told you about this. Like this is literally mm. a legend of Link, a Zelda to the past. Yeah, that should be the name of this game. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but that's the tears. Uh, it, it it was really good. I kind of wish I had to spread the tears out a little bit more because that's kind of like, that's my favorite part of the game is those yeah. cutscenes. Uh, but I'm excited that there are at least, at least three more uh, beefy cutscenes that we're going to get along the way. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm guessing they're going to be set back in time so we kind of see what happened the night of the fight with Ganondorf. Yeah. I'm not I've entirely had a sure that the final fight is going to be something along the lines of like fighting with your sages, but they're not yeah. in their shadow form. They'll be in their actual regular model form. Like Which, it'll happen in um, we also, what happened to Mineru's secret stone? We've recovered all but two of them. No, we've recovered all but, God, I don't know how well, many there's, stones well, there's, there are. I think there's six. It seems like there's six sages. And the question well, there has was, always been... Yeah, well, there's six sages, and then there was the one that Ganondorf has. So there's the seven stones. Raru and has. the one that Raru has. There's eight stones. We've recovered four of them. Four Zelda of them, eight, I think one. the fifth, sixth, seventh are possibly the Triforce still. I'm not positive about that. That's been my running theory, yeah. is that some of the stones are more special than the other stones. Um, and then... It would make sense if... Zelda, the one Zelda ate, the one Raru has, and the one Mineru had. No, the one the one Ganondorf has. Correct. Those would be the three. And then Mineru's, the I don't know what hers would Mineru's be. Mineru's seems like it's just going to be that fifth one. Yeah. But I, so. yeah, I think I so. 
I'm pretty sure that's what's going on with the thing that I found. Okay. Yeah. That's my guess. Okay. And I'm thinking that it's possibly fifth dungeon. I don't know. I don't know. Possibly. Uh, that's what. That's the like kind of thing on? that would make sense. Yeah. Would you like to move on to Sidon? Yeah. Let's move on to that whole quest. Yeah. Yeah. So. You appear in the village that is... Well, it's not really a village, I guess. You appear in Zora's Domain. My favorite area. Well, It's really was. cool. It's really cool. It's yeah. covered in sludge. Yep. And they're like, Hey, yo, uh, Sidon's up at Mipha Court, and he's kind of holding it down for us up there, purifying some water. So you go up there, talk to Sidon, and he's like, I don't know what's going on. There's sludge pouring from the sky. Uh, can you go chat with people and try to figure it out? So Dude, this shit right here, we don't need to dwell on every little beat of like yeah. ascending and getting to this point. Well, I guess we can get to it when we get to like ascending, but I kind of had some gripes with like the way that this shit all played out. Like it was much oh. different than all of the other three. See, I that, liked it. And we it had wasn't a very specific though. You know what I mean? Like it was all, yeah. yeah, that's what you're saying. It was like, it was like riddles. It was like nondescript. It was like, go talk to this person. And then I'd look at the map and I'm like, it says it's right here. It's not. It's like, you need to go uh, find yeah, this person here. Yeah. You have to go solve this quest here. You need to go talk to somebody who would do this. You need to go eavesdrop on these fucking kids to find this thing behind yeah. a nondescript waterfall. It was a lot of like fucking around for me. And yeah, there was, I there wasn't was so hot on it. I, I enjoyed it, but I think it's kind of what I needed to like kind of break things up for me. Sure. Um, there was a lot of reading like the highlighted red name and the description mm -hmm. of the, the quest and then going to that area. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the riddle I liked where you had to go up to the floating scales island and then shoot the king scale through the Thank fucking drop. God for Twitch chat, bro. Oh, really? I would have been here you forever. You would have never gotten it? No. It's, it's, I looked, it's, I looked uh, in that general direction six times. Just not from the oh, right angle. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. They let happens. me sweat for a half hour. I think I, I think I'm okay with it. Back. I think one reason I'm okay with it is just because I play Destiny and like that's that's a literally just a mechanic in Destiny at times. So I I think about it like that. But yeah, I can I see no it would be a problem for again other so much different. Uh, one of the things that I learned during this was I was getting really close on arrows, dude. And somebody in Twitch chat again taught me. That you can just throw items. You didn't know that? Attaching them. No. Not oh, until the dude, I've been throwing dungeon. I've been throwing stuff for so long just to. I don't know how I missed arrows. it. Yeah, it's just you I, throw I, your I, weapon. Like, to just think of like the fucking hundreds of arrows that I used. Like every glowstone seed yeah. that I shot in the depths was shot attached to an arrow. I shot so many it. arrows at my fucking feet, bro, with glowstone seeds attached to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dang, that sucks. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you get to the dungeon, which is in the sky again, which I liked, and it's low gravity. It's low yeah. gravity, and this is where you hop around in the little water droplets that you saw well, in the trailer. Let's uh, let's go back. Let's talk Sidon. Okay. Obviously, we get to see our boy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. This is the first time, which is good, and he's got a fucking shorty. We get Yona introduced. He does. Old big, does. old big head. She old does have a large head. Yona. She is um, much smaller than him too. Like yeah. he's a large character. Yep, yep. Um, and then there's a mini boss. There is the sludge like, which is actually pretty cool. I thought. Um, uh, I didn't think it was cool. I'm so. It was tired kind of, of more of a bikes. tutorial to here is how Sidon's power works, which I like his power. I haven't really used it much because I just finished this. Me so, <laughs> but 
it's not bad. Um, and then yeah, we get to the fucking water temple. Yeah. And yeah. this is the cool. I liked the water temples approach because once you figure these things out, you do have that section where you go into the whirlpool underground mm-hmm. to start the ascent. Basically, you have to get like that water level thing up. I could not figure out the last one. I had to cheese it. I had to like mm-hmm. I couldn't get the water level up the final time. So I had to like I flew into the air using my fire acorn trick and then just mm-hmm. <laughs> activated the button. I I and use then, that still. Yeah. Most similar to uh the wind temple, you get an actual like approach to this water temple, which yeah, I thought was fucking great. great. Yeah. It's great. I, I think that for me it's like wind temple, water temple, and then probably like fire and lightning temple. I think I'm at the water bottom. wind fire oh. lightning i yeah. okay i get that but i like this definitely... temple because the puzzles were easy and i was not confused by the map at all i wasn't like dang i gotta go down four floors yeah how do i, I like the extra floors? complication of the i think i liked how much time i had to spend in the wind temple i appreciated the difficulty of oh that see temple. no i didn't like that I uh, felt like whereas I was this water that. temple was definitely some weird shit that i you know cheesed cheesed a little bit here too to be quite honest like absolutely um but su- still super fun and a lot different than i thought it would be like for being the water temple it kind of felt a lot more like a, a like air temple like another wind temple like it was in the fucking sky it had that whole zero gravity thing how do you feel about that we haven't talked about that at all uh i i kind of liked it but I it was kind of hard lot. to control it was it was it was but it added like a, got used to it yeah it added like a little bit of platforming almost to it it did it did it was nice. it was weird but cool weird and moving sure. those water globes around was a cool thing to do mm-hmm. as well unique how how did you solve that one puzzle where the thing was spinning really fast and oh, there was man, a, i had so much i had so much harder of a time than i thought and it's all because i approached at the wrong angle when i first did it i had just cheesed my way in there i took a fucking rocket shield and i flew over to it and as i was looking at it spinning I fucking slow-mo took an arrow and attached a splash thing to it. Splash. And I was like, let's go, dude. I fucking shoot it, and I cleared it, and I was like, nice. Now you just have to get in there. So I started building this platform, and I started trying to hike up it, and I have the three air platforms, and I'm working so hard to get up there. When I finally get up there and look, I can't get in. I can't figure it out. I jump into the sky to do slow-mo again, and I realize I was like, yo, I could have fucking easily just double-tapped after the fucking splash one and shot another arrow and have been done in two seconds. It would have been the most elegant solve to one of these things ever. So what I did is I forgot about the slow-mo, like the bullet time. So I was literally just sitting there throwing splash fruit repeatedly, waiting for it to go in the <laughs> hole at the right time. After like 10 splash fruit, I got it. And then I started pulling my bow back. I was like, all right, another. And it just bounced off and an arrow would go ding, off into the distance. But then really? finally I hit, uh, finally I threaded the needle after like 15 arrows and it, it worked. That's but nice. it was, yeah, it was a pain. I didn't even think about the bullet time stuff. Um, all-star gamers. Yeah. What about the boss? The boss hated. was uh the boss. I didn't hate it. I liked it. Only boss that I had that I think really caused like a pain point of like I need to retry this. I don't have what I need for this. Like it was unique for Dude. sure, but the second phase where it was jumping from sludge pool to sludge pool was so that difficult was a pain for in the me. Butt. It was a pain in the butt. Yeah. yeah. It was so difficult. You know all I did 
Did you try to get rid of the sledge? For a long time until I realized it was a futile fucking attempt. It was and absolutely I was running out of futile. Shit. I just started, whenever he would jump to a sledge pool, I'd pull out a bomb arrow and the splash damage would stun him. And then I'd yeah. just start pegging him from across the way with the arrows. Uh, I think the way that I did it was similar. It started to be like rely on arrows. And then again, I realized that if I fucking bullet time it, if I can just get a little bit of air uh, and I then pull it. out my arrow in the you, sky, because you have be the, slow the super and I can just jump there. Boink. You yeah. can get bullet time like no matter what, really. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it was I, it was good though. I liked it. Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I don't I don't like this fucking thing's butthole mouth. I'll tell you that much. The Mukto <laughs> Rock. Yeah. Have you Real gone to one of the Octo Rocks and have it suck in your weapon? No, if you I give an Octo Rock so. your weapon, it will increase. It will repair it and increase the damage. Oh, it takes the fucking mold off of it or whatever, huh? I guess. I don't know. Just yeah, suck sense. it up and spit it out, and it'll be repaired <laughs> and increase your damage. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I, I, liked the uh, water t- I liked the water temple a lot. I did not love it. Yeah. We should, we should actually talk about Sidon's ability. Whenever you go and toggle it, it gives you like a water shield, which, re- <laughs> which blocks one hit, or you can attack, and it'll send out like a wave in front of you, depending on the weapon that you attack with. Dude, I could not for the life of me figure out how to get through the firewall right i didn't think of sidon's oh. ability a single time and i barely uh, used you know it. what i or, didn't either i how did you i get flew under and ascended up into the bottom oh that's a really smart idea i did i i was like i know this is not the right <laughs> thing and while i was on twitch i was like i'm committed to this i want to be the only person in the world who did it this way so what i did is i went back up to the platform where it had the spinning thing and there were all those fan those fan platforms you know the fan ones that like stay where you put them if they're activated Uh they take like a tiny bit i made a fucking back and forth where i would hop onto one platform turn around and then <laughs> ultra hand it grab over down one. in front of me jump to that one grab the one i just came from bring it down in front yeah. of me until i brought one all the way down to where that door was and then stuck it above the fucking fire okay, and just gave just myself a path to walk in. <laughs> yeah. yeah no i just flew a true, under found a, a little mess. ledge yeah i just found a tiny little ledge and ascended up i didn't even think about using so his smart. ability for that yeah Wow. Yeah. Uh, when I got in there, someone from chat was like, that was an absolutely ridiculous thing to watch. I can't believe it worked. Also, you should read Sidon's ability again. And I was like, I don't remember what it I, is. What was it? He goes, he can give you a water shield and you can just walk through the door. I was like, oh. I think that's just <laughs> the best part about this game yeah, is that's it why is. it hooks me is because I would have never figured that out. It would have taken me There's forever no, to figure out. It, it's the old saying, it ain't stupid if it works. It's true. It's true. I, I would have never made a freaking water shield, but I can solve it the way I think would work, and it's yep. okay. And it works. It's, wow. it's, yeah, it's really satisfying. It is unlike anything else. I just, man, what I just, uh, I, I hate that Nintendo is so guarded and so behind closed doors and so unwilling to share development 
strategies and details. So many other game companies, especially indies and things like that, have become so good at sharing that process. Like, can you imagine a three-part no-clip documentary on the development of this video game? We'll never get anything I would close to that. Never, close but I would pay it. for it. I would but pay for it would that, be absolutely. so incredible to see what Onuma and that team is happening. I would like it maybe even more for Breath of the Wild to to know like what brains behind there thought about doing things in this in this way because it is so different yeah. than so many things that we see. And the brains behind it and the discussions that must have happened are so crazy. And then the biggest thing that has kind of come to light over the last like day or two of you know, Zelda news basically has been that this game was delayed from its 2021 or 2022 release date for Mm -hmm. quite literally a year of just polish and testing where this game was fucking done. It was in the can, but they just wanted it to be like perfect and have those situations where you would be able to take care of business. Crazy. Absolutely. I I wish every game would do that, but yeah, we get into what's happening next episode. Uh, the final episode i think yeah we're rolling credits baby i think so i think no matter what i think no matter how long it is i think we just finish it up next episode yes i think we should both work for for whatever you want to talk about on this podcast should be done next episode so roll the credits get the final story get the last thing if you want to complete all the shrines complete all the shrines you know get every story beat that you care to talk about Yes, for sure. Any last words? You know where to find me? JakeTwitchin.tv No, tell them. <laughs> um, Shrineoflight.com AmazingStreamer.com to find Jake Twitchin on all platforms or check out oh. Colleen underscore K-A-U-L-I-N-E underscore on all platforms. We and dot com. It. Not really dot com, but... You, you should know. get that. I bet you could. I should. I should check it out. Oh, I'll build it for you. It's easy. Do it. Twenty-five bucks out the door. I don't know. What? It's like twenty-five bucks for like two years out the door. Really? Yeah, so cheap. Wow, I didn't know that. Anyway, (laughs) thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed, like and subscribe. Thanks for listening. (laughs) We'll see you next time.